listeners, you're listening to another episode of Beckett's Babies, a playwriting podcast. Every week we discuss plays we love, interview theater artists, and share our thoughts on playwriting and theater. We're your hosts, Sam Collier. And Sarah Cho. And this is our fourth season. Welcome to our show. (laughs) Fourth season. How do I feel about that, Sam? You know, the way I feel is like it can really only be captured by the fact that when we first started doing this, I was living in Michigan. Mm. And then in that time, I've moved to Maine and now Colorado. And so like (laughs) the only way I can think about that amount of time is through like geographical locations. Yeah. And um, I, I just feel like we've come a long way. How do yeah, you you've, feel? You've you've come a long way. You've you've <laughs> crossed the country <laughs> multiple times. Multiple times. Um, yeah, I think for me, thinking about where my life was mm. <laughs> when we first started, um, I'll say this, not not much has changed in terms of anxiety levels. Like <laughs> because like first time I was doing, first time we started getting into it, I was between jobs. And then pandemic hit, and then yeah. wedding. I mean, like, <laughs> well, um, and also like anxiety. you were in your twenties. Yeah, now you're in I your thirties. You were unmarried. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I am in a new decade, <laughs> and um, not much has changed. So I feel like I'm going to be young forever. <laughs> um. But yeah, so listeners, just a really quick update about our show. Um, so as you know, we've been doing the show, releasing episodes every week. Um, but this year we're getting maybe, older, people. We're getting older. Uh, but this year we're 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 moving to possibly like a bi-monthly show. Um mm-hmm. so that is our aim. Um meaning twice months. a month, not twice every month. two months. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see how this next few months go, maybe through the end of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, this is to show you that we are a two-person show. Like, there's nobody else. There's no producers or anything or editors. It's just us, and life happens. Um, and so, yeah, we're just we're just listening to the moment. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and we we um, it's a labor of love. And we want to give our most to the episodes we record. So yeah. in order to do that, we're going to just dial it back to every other week. And yep. yeah. Yeah. So um, if you are subscribing, subscribe to us. Or if you follow us, just keep it on. And you'll get that alert like, oh, new episode. <laughs> That's right. On. So um, yeah, stay tuned for more we have a lot of exciting plan in the works of like interviews and stuff so we're excited um yeah actually let's let's check in a bit that sounds good sarah (laughs) (laughs) we've taken a little break uh what have you been up to sam well um gosh it was a long time ago that we recorded the end of season three so i drove across the country and then i drove back um mm-hmm. so that was quite a journey and yeah. now I'm in a new semester I am teaching for the first time ever American musical theater history um 
which is pretty fun. It involves a lot of learning because I never even took that as a class. I never TA'd it. So I'm t- really I, just teaching myself. I all haven't the material. even seen ever seen you like participate in karaoke. Like I cannot imagine <laughs> you teaching a musical <laughs> class. Like I, well, it's I not can't. like I sing. I know, in the class, but you know, when I think of a musical theater teacher, like or like a person <laughs> who teaches it, like it's a it's a vibe. Like there's a person who's just like out there you're and singing right story. about that, and I am not that vibe. No, you're not that. <laughs> you're so right about that. However, um, I like to think I I can wear many hats, mm. and. Um, well, it's going okay. I know it's only February, but it's going okay so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, this weekend my students are watching Oklahoma. <laughs> Which wait, like the Hugh Jackman version? <laughs> um, you know, it's just no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know who who is Hugh Jackman. <laughs> wait, hold on. Let me see who's in it. Oh my goodness, she does not know who is. <gasps> no, here's his name. Okay. Gordon McRae. Okay. He's the one. I see. No, it was like 1955, Sarah. Oh, this is like a really old one, I see. The old one. Yeah. Anyway, that's what they're watching. Clearly I have a lot to learn about it this weekend. Okay. Um what are you what have you been up to, Sarah? Um, let's see. So <clears throat> over the holiday break, Nick and I, we drove across the country, mm. <laughs> the opposite direction. Well, actually, we went the same direction. Same yeah, direction, we- just not as far. Yeah. Um, we went towards Michigan for the, for the holiday break and we made a lot of stops because we were just like, you know what? Let's take advantage of this road trip, we play, mm. you know, go to places we want to see. Um, and so, but I have to say though holidays traveling during the pandemic still boring like still not i mean there was nothing really open um there was nothing that was yeah it was just kind of dull um like we went to tucson arizona and everything was closed like everything we went i think we went on thanksgiving day so were you like complaining were you like going up to the door being like the pandemic's over open up (laughs) um actually some of these states they really think they're pandemic is over i know i was trying to picture if you are one of them (laughs) no i i i knew my safety measures and such (laughs) um and um, one of my favorite places was nashville like Mm. nashville was so it's a whole other world um i have to say like there was a taco bell and there was band playing in a taco bell like what yeah it's wild it's so wild um funny story so Nick and I, we go to this gift shop because he's trying to look for a gift for his uncle. Mm-hmm. And the cash register, the cashier, um, she asked for a zip code because she's putting in our the credit card info. And then she notices that our zip code is from L.A. And she says, oh, I used to live in L.A. Like, <laughs> and oh, I, wow. she, moved during the, she moved here during the pandemic. And then wow. she, you know, she sees us, we're wearing our masks. And she's not wearing a mask. And she's like, oh, so you're still doing that mask thing, huh? <laughs> and i was like yeah uh, yeah just trying to be safe we're going to see family and she was just like oh out here in nashville we're known as nash vegas we <laughs> there it's the the land of lawlessness and i was just like okay 
<laughs> wow. Um, she was just really happy to leave LA and to come to Nashville. And uh, I mean, it was wild. I love Nashville. I wish I could kind of, I wish yeah, I could it visit like again. It sounds like you're ready to move time. there too. No, just to visit. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm ready for the cowboy boots and hats just yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, yeah, but it was exciting and it was fun. And coming back to LA was interesting again. Um, yeah. What else? What else? How about so far in 2022? How's that been for you? Oh, man. I want to say it's like a little rocky start, mm. but I feel like I'm finally getting to groove of things. Um, some things I'm excited for this year is that um, I'm back and doing, I'm in the process of going back to doing the sketch comedy thing again. Um, oh, the cool. wanting to reopen March 5th and they basically, I, um, I was on a current team and then because of scheduling issues and stuff, I got moved, removed from that team and a whole, I'm on a whole brand new team. We don't even have a name yet. We're still figuring out what our sketch team name is. Wow. So I'm in a whole brand new team, new people I get to work with. Um, and our first show is going to be March 20th live show. This is live. We're, this oh is my the, gosh, the plan Sarah. to do a live sketch show March 20th. And I'm nervous because I don't know what's going to look like. <laughs> yeah. And who knows if the city will just shut down again. Um, but I don't know. I'm pretty optimistic that we're sort of coming out of this pandemic. So that's so exciting. Really yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm, again, I'm feeling really old now. So I'm thinking like, is this going to be my last year of sketch? Because I don't know if I could do the life again. Because <laughs> mm. it was just a lot of, um, it just takes a lot because you're like meeting every week and then you're rehearsing, trying to put up a yeah. live show every month. I mean, that's, it's just kind of wild and a lot of producing that gets involved. And so I'm just yeah. kind of. That's a young person's game. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. If, I can't tell if it's because like it's been two years since mm -hmm. I've done it, and I'm just like maybe I'm just nervous that I'm out of the groove and trying to get. Yeah, back I mean, maybe thing. once you start doing it again, you're gonna be like, I want to do this every day. <laughs> I know because I think I've I've gotten so used to just being home and yeah. like work home and just like. I mean, staying home, working, eating at home, watching TV at home, 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 home. <laughs> so it's like, I, it is a little bit, I have a little of anxiety about just having to, you know, even I drive on the freeway. I think super common. Wait, so you're still totally remote for your work? Currently, yeah. And I don't know when wow. we're going to start back. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think we're thinking of hybrid, but I don't know. Now it's, I think as things are starting to reopen and- everyone's pretty hopeful of like everybody wants normal again like everybody wants normal again yeah. whatever that was before the pandemic and so it's kind of like it's just I mean I have to say like when I first moved here to Boulder and started going to classes in person and meetings and like orientation and everything I did have a couple of weeks of adjustment where I it was like uncomfortable and stressful and like weird to just be around 
so many human beings all the time. Because I mean, I definitely get what you're saying because I literally I was so used to just being at home all the time or just Mm. going out and not really interacting with very many people. I mean, also because I was in Maine. Um, But it was just – it was a big adjustment to like – go back to being out in the world every day but now I really really like it I'm so glad oh I hope I have that realization too (laughs) (laughs) um have you have you caught COVID yet or no no I mean knock on wood I feel like everyone around me has gotten it but um there's still a part of me that thinks maybe I had it in March 2020 but there were no mm. tests available then, right. so I'll right. never know. But I, I mean, I did get really sick, and I had had a couple of students who were really, really sick, and so, um, yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, I mean, as far as I know, I've never had COVID. Um, so early January, um, I went to see my sister because um, she just had a baby, and I wanted to see my niece, and I went out to see her. Your little and- baby i know she's so cute her name is nora um a whole fun other funny story about nora the name nora but um we were up there me and nick we were hanging out with uh my nephew jamie and you know kids or jeremy yeah and you know nick was spending a lot of time with jamie like hanging out with him and reading to him and playing with him and then um nick started getting sick and and we're like oh my gosh like yeah, did you have COVID before we oh my god what if we gave Jamie COVID oh my gosh mm. if you I was like if you kill my family I will hurt you <laughs> I can't um, believe that's where your mind was I know um because he's a little baby nephew um and then but we're pretty sure that Nick had laryngitis because he was just the way he was like talking to Jamie in like a really high voice for like 48 hours <laughs> <laughs> but but then Nick was sick for that for like a week. Like he he lost his oh, voice wow. for like a week and he couldn't speak. And I remember him saying that as soon as he got he recovered from laryngitis and then like he was feeling better. Um he was just like after going through that, I don't think I'm afraid of COVID. He was just like, <laughs> it was just like it's like we had to get sick once or something to like mm-hmm. kind of remind ourselves that our body could I mean, I'm not saying that COVID is any less and it's not less than laryngitis, but I'm just saying that like, oh, our, because I think we're such in a fear mindset yeah. all the time. Yeah. But it is kind of amazing to get sick and then recover and realize that like actually yeah, your body's constantly fighting off things whether you're aware of it or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that makes was... a lot of sense. Wow. Yeah. Did you get your free tests from the Biden administration? I – I didn't get it mine yet. Oh, you didn't? I got mine like a week ago. Really? Yeah. yeah let me tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if it was stolen. <laughs> like, well, I, I think it, it may yeah. be too that because by the Biden administration made this promise, but they didn't have like a single source that could supply all of these tests to, to everyone across the country. So what um, they did was they like reached out to all these different companies Mm-hmm. to provide them and so it may be that the ones that came to Colorado were coming from a place that like could get them to us faster and maybe oh, if you're sense. you know maybe if you're in California it's like a different source and they're just going to take yeah. longer 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more people here. There's so many. Or people. maybe they were stolen. But I was surprised the ones I got came in this tiny little box. They're not yeah. the big, the big, because I had, like, my sister had gotten us te- rapid tests before and those were bigger boxes, but this was for a test mm-hmm. in just like a little box. So, wow. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm still waiting for mine. And if I don't get it, burn Ellie to the ground. <laughs> um, just kidding. Um, uh, I see yeah. that you had um, a topic that you wanted to discuss. <laughs> it's It's not really a big topic, but... It was just, it's related to playwriting. Um, <laughs> so I don't, listeners, if you're, if you're on Twitter, or I don't know if you're just following like the playwriting world in general. So a month ago, a few weeks ago now, um, Blacklist, which is a screenwriting uh, uh, script host mm-hmm. um, that was mostly screenplays and TV pilots, I think. Um they just made an announcement that they will they will start hosting plays. Ooh. And it was a, such a big debate on Twitter because the thing is they charge you um per play, not per month, per play $30 per month. What? Per play per month. Now what? they 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 have this that's their all that's that, their script. That who they they charge that to the playwrights? the playwright and i know this is the drama like um so but then they're they have this like announcement that they have teamed up with these theater companies and organizations like woolly woolly mammoth i think um and they're like excited that this is a great way to you know connect find artists playwrights for these opportunities and so so we have the i make this announcement it's it's free up until February 28th, and they're going to start charging you $30 per play per month. That's outrageous. Have they ever uh, met a playwright? I know. And that is exactly. Oh so that's what is going on. I just remember seeing on my Twitter feed, people like, do they not know about the theater world? Like, playwrights? Like, um, and, then, and, then, and then I bring up New Play Exchange because – I want to bring up New Play Exchange because – they are doing this incredible thing of like they're doing exactly what like blacklist is doing for like like not even like this is like a, not even a percentage of the cost of what they're trying to charge you wow. um to host and then and i've gotten you know people reached out to me for possible opportunities and stuff and connected me yeah i just it's, got a connection yesterday through new play exchange awesome. like, yeah. yeah and it's just like and then and you, and you can put up as many plays as you want right yeah. Whereas Blacklist limits you, you're like, better be that one play you really love because it's going to cost you like a few wow. hundred dollars in a year if you just let it live there. Um, So it's just, it was just kind of mind blowing that, yeah, I was just like, I don't understand this. Why are they doing this? Um, and if you think about it, I mean, what service are they really offering that someone with a website who couldn't just like upload a PDF of their play on their own website? Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's with Blacklist is that they have, you know, entertainment, you know, people on that thing, like agents oh. and managers. So they're like, you know, um, but it's primarily for like TV and film. Unless yeah. those agents and, you know, managers are looking for playwrights to bring to, like, fold them right. into TV and film. And maybe that's maybe that's your 
Which I mean, maybe like, they are. Is like, oh. Yeah, maybe that's the. Yeah. Yeah. So there could be. And then if well, you're like, you have the money, as you can tell, dough. we have feelings about this. Yeah. I guess <laughs> if you're like, I'm going to this year invest a chunk of money to have my play on this website in yeah. the hopes that somebody will notice me. Um, I don't know. More power to you. But which I just love new play exchange, yeah, and I too. don't want anybody stomping on their territory. <laughs> I know, I know, I love. I and so I was just like, I saw it, and then as soon as I got the because I follow blacklist, and as soon as I got the alert or whatever, my immediate re- reaction was like, oh hell no, new play exchange all the way. Are you kidding me? This is like it doesn't make any sense. It's a lotto lottery game, and it's gambling. You're just gambling your money, hoping. Um, and yeah, I knew Plague Change all the way. It's interesting that there was a big debate about it on Twitter. Yeah. Because that's just, I mean, I just. Yeah. I think it's only because I follow a bunch of playwrights and writers. And yeah. So I get, my my feed is all curated by the discussion with that. Yeah. I'm sure nobody else it. talks about it in the real world. <laughs> it's like, who, what is New Plague Change? What is Blacklist? Um, Yeah. <laughs> I, I I did I remember I think it was two years ago I did upload a script on Blacklist and it was like yeah it was like yeah, was it a screenplay? Um, no, I think it was a pilot that I wrote. I oh, just okay. Uploaded it because then and then so I uploaded it and I guess they there's like a weird scoring system that they'll send you based on the reader's feedback and then the reader gives you notes and oh then, wow. Um, it's it's so just like really um it's nothing special <laughs> like I, um and it's very subjective obviously and so mm-hmm. um and I just I upload for one month maybe two months maybe and I was just like seeing my car get charged I'm like this is not worth it like mm. I this they make these like reader notes and like script notes feel like oh it's worth it so then it, we want to show you that people are looking at your script like no it's just one reader that you assigned <laughs> because I just signed up and like no, um, so yeah, I just wow. never, I never thought it was really worth it. Um, I think you just, I feel like more work when you just put yourself out there in terms of like reaching out to people or putting your show, your you know, play up on New Play Exchange or doing other things. Mm-hmm. It just seems more, um, I don't know. You just take advantage of your time a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my little random topic rant. Wow, <laughs> I love it. Should yeah. we talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to this year? Like things that are coming up. You talked yeah. about sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited because I'm the dramaturg for this um, new play that's going into rehearsals in a couple of weeks called They Promised Her the Moon by a writer named Laurel Olstein. And it's about this aviator named Jerry Cobb, who was supposed to be the first female astronaut, but then Congress like pulled the funding for this female astronaut program at the last minute. Um, But it's a really great play. And I'm, I'm just so excited to like be in the rehearsal room again and, you know, work on a show. So that is opening 
in mid-April. I think our opening night is April 15th. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. You're the dramaturg for it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And Laurel Olstein is really great, too. She came and spoke with my playwriting students last Mm -hmm. semester, and um, she actually developed this play um, while she was – she had, I think she had a residency at mm-hmm. a university, and so she developed it with the students, which I think is super cool. Um, so, yeah. Wow. That's, that sounds awesome. One of these days, I'm, I want to go to Colorado. I want to hang out with you and, like, I see know. these things you're involved with, like, to the shows. Uh, when is that going to happen? Soon. I don't know. Soon. <laughs> Um, let's see. Um, I have a couple things in the works that I'm really excited about. One, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about yet, but, um, one is that I've reunited with a director that I worked with at Iowa. His name is Mario Al Capone Mendoza. Mario. I know Mario. Um, and he, he, uh, reached out to me and he's going to, um, direct and produce one of the plays that the play that we worked on trick and that's he's putting so it up on, cool yeah i'm really excited um he says it's gonna be completely different like how he's he's gonna hold new direction with it um from last time so it's gonna be kind of amazing i'm hoping find a way to watch it um but it'll be amazing to see the the version i have that i saw in iowa and then mm-hmm. and try and do something whole new do something completely different and um, yeah, they just did the auditions and they're going to, I don't know, I think they're going to start casting and rehearsing really soon. And that is expected to be up, um, I think, the last week of April. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. Oh, it's like, oh, it's nice to like, it, 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 it was so it was a nice surprise to get a, like a, an email, yeah. like a text from him. I'm like, I haven't heard from you for like forever almost. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was really funny when he, I told him I was married and he was like, oh, you're married. Well, I said I didn't wasn't married. I was like, oh, I had my <laughs> husband and I. He was like, wait, you have a husband? Oh, I guess life happens. <laughs> like this is what happens when, you know, you're not in touch. Or like when people are, you know, it's just people living their lives. And then so. Yeah, I mean, like, that was seven years ago. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I hope I hope to see him really soon, and that's happening. Um, and sketch comedy, yeah. What what do you think it's gonna feel like to go back into that play? Because you haven't really worked on it that much, like in the past few years. Yeah. So I sent him a rewrite because I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. I I wanted to revisit the play, and because I was like telling him like. Sarah seven years ago is different from Sarah today, so I need to know what she was <laughs> doing and thinking. But um, I was like reading it, and I was just like, "Oh, I love this play!" Like, I, I it's like I forgot how much I love this play, and like, I don't know, I don't know why, but like the Sarah that wrote that play, I was like, "Man, she was not afraid to try something new." <laughs> yeah. Like, now I feel like I'm always constantly playing safe or like thinking a little bit more broadly, but like. I just like went with a subject that not, I, had, I had no idea about, but like I was like really intrigued by, and it just delve into a whole, create a whole new world out of it. Um, and so, yeah, I, I I did go back, and I'm just like structurally, I was like thinking like, oh, this makes no sense. Like <laughs> the last third act of, in terms of like 
I did this. I was trying to do this weird time jumps and stuff. And I, it has that, but I just sort of switched it around. That's more coherent. So mm-hmm. it was kind of nice to go back and, you know, see the play in a whole new light. And yeah, it was, it was interesting. That's so cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, I feel like the first half of this year is going to be real busy. <laughs> and yeah. I have like friends' weddings who are all postponed to the pandemic. Oh. Now they're just like, it's happening. And they're like, oh, <laughs> they're like, we're going all out. I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> oh, man. It's just so funny because when I had my wedding and it was the first time when we, I felt like, well, it was like before uh, Delta. Right. And then people were feeling like, oh, safe, we thought it was normal. pretty much over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then everyone was vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many no like, there's been numerous of times, numerous times when we saw our friends and from the wedding that visited, and they just say like, that was that was a great wedding. No, it was it was just <laughs> because the feeling of like. They thought it was over. And then it was just yeah. like, I don't know. I, I think it was well, a lot. Also, of it was a great wedding. <laughs> um, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, yeah. Anything else? Well, I guess we should just say, uh, listeners, thanks for coming back to our fourth season. And we have some really exciting guests. Um planned for this season and also if there's anything you want us to talk about if you have plays you'd love to hear us talk about or ideas you know for people send us some ideas because we are also looking for um episode topics and guests for Mm -hmm. this season plays please yep cool all right now, our favorite part of the show, listeners, you know what's up. Glistens. Yeah. So, um, should I go first? Yeah. Okay. My glisten. Drum roll, please. Oh. <laughs> it's shower filter. Um, <laughs> holy cow. Life has not been the same since I've just like a shower filter. Uh, you just bought a filter and put it on your shower head. Yes. Um, and why is current. it so life changing? Because I did not realize how hard my water was. Oh. Like how bad it was. I did not know because, um, it, so the last time I had just like scalp issues, skin issues was when we were living in Iowa. Mm. And I remember even seeing a doctor about it and she just like prescribed me a bunch of like, um, some like supplements or whatever to like help with my ailments. Um, mm-hmm. But I, then it kind of went away when I left Iowa and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I think maybe it was just, you know, I don't know water. what it was. It was Iowa water. Um, and then we, and then I moved to LA and then I moving apartment, apartment. And then this recent, my current apartment, I was just starting to notice the the symptoms were coming back. Oh. And I was just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And I, th- I, I swear to God, I think Instagram heard me 
because I started <laughs> seeing ads about shower See, filters. See, this was going to be my question. Did you buy something because of an ad you saw on Instagram? No, 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 no. But I, I don't know if it was because maybe I was like doing a Google search or something. I was like, what's wrong with my skin? What's wrong with my hair or whatever? Mm-hmm. But it could be that maybe geographically people were having same issues as me. Mm. And then and maybe people were purchasing these shower filters. And so I see an ad about shower filter and I'm like, what's a shower filter? Like, what the hell is this? And I looked into it more. I was researching it. And I was like, maybe this is the problem. Maybe because like it's the shower. And so yeah. um, I went to Home Depot. And <laughs> when I went to Home Depot, all the shower filters were like sold out. There's only like one left. So I was like, I, I'm not the only one. Maybe because more people are at home and they're just noticing this stif- stuff about mm. their skin and hair. But then I bought the like the last star filter and we installed it and it's been about two weeks and all, all my symptoms have almost they're entirely gone. That's now. amazing. Yeah. So it, like, it could, because it removes yeah. like the minerals and from the water. Yeah. And- yeah. I think um, I think it's like because of the the way the water is treated, it's like high in calcium and magnesium or something. Oh like, wow! And so like too much of it, and then, um, yeah, and so it yeah basically removes like ninety eight percent of all of that helps. Remove I just that. realized this is starting to sound like a sponsored. I know it does, <laughs> but it's, I know I know like we promise it's not. Um, but I'm so fascinated because I think Boulder has really soft water, but mm. I have lived in places with really hard water, and I. I know that feeling of like, like your skin is itchy and your hair is dry. And um, was it easy to install? Yeah, and I think it really depends on your shower. But it, ours, like, it was so easy to detach and then add the filter in and attach the shower wow. head again. And so, um, yeah, I think I think a lot of shower heads and shower filters are like universal, so it should be able to work. But yeah, I'm. I'm stunned. I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I do this in Iowa? <laughs> like, I just feel like yeah. I would have an easier life. Um, wow. Yeah. So, and I, I, I find myself also, um, in terms of like washing my hair mm-hmm. less frequently too, because it was like, it was like, it would get like greasy real fast, oily really quickly. And I think it was just, yeah. Oh, really? Like, and that's changed with the filter? yeah it's just like now it feels my hair just feels like even after i work out or whatever just like my hair just feels clean and normal and soft like it's just like i don't have to do anything so i'm like so i don't have to like shampoo almost every day like i did before which was so bad but it was like i had to because i thought i thought i had to but now i'm like realizing that i didn't need to because of the water and i think this is really interesting i think also we live couple blocks away from a water treatment center Mm. so like i really think maybe because we live so close to maybe the water is like way too treated if that makes sense i don't know now i'm making like conspiracy theories people so we don't really know (laughs) what we're talking about this uh, this is i'm gonna look into this because um so in boulder we have just really 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 dry air in the winter Mm. because it's kind of like desert and um, like a desert climate and my apartment is really dry because of the heat so I don't know like I don't think I have really hard water but I feel like I want to look into this because like I just feel like my skin is dry all the time 
Yeah. But maybe I just need a humidifier. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like water in Colorado would be actually is I way think we better have, than Yeah, here. I think we have pretty good water, yeah. Yeah. Um, my glisten is I left Instagram. So now I'm not on any social media. And really? I was, think, I was any, thinking oh, it was yeah. just going to be temporary for the month of January. But here we are. It's February, mm. first week of February. And I haven't gone back. And I really love the way my mind feels when I'm not on social media. Do you feel like you're on the news a lot more, though? <laughs> I do. I do read the physical hard copy paper. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, this makes me sound like I'm 100 years old, but I watch the PBS News Hour every night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like a bazillion yeah, years old. I know. I know. But, you know, hear me out. I really like just getting my news in, like, like not a slow trickle of, terrible things all day but just Mm -hmm. in like discrete chunks you know like I I sit down and I watch the news or I read the paper and then I'm done and and then I can go about my day rather than like having a five minute you know period of time between classes where I get on Instagram and then I'm bombarded with all these terrible things and images and like people just you know showing contextless snapshots of their lives Mm. which for me like I'm just that can really send me on a roller coaster of emotions throughout the day and so I just feel so much better and calmer not having that in my life wow plus I'm not you. you know like yeah Constantly inspired to go buy things like shower filters that are. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't happen often. It's like it's like however the the, the situation is so bad for me. But yeah, I'm trying to think like. But I um, like the thing I really don't like about Instagram is there's so many ads. I know there's so many ads. Like when I'm on there, I'm constantly like, oh, maybe I should try this like new technology of sock. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, so oh, maybe I do need this like special plant yeah. table, which is just like outrageous. Yeah. I think, I think. Um, I mean, I mean, the shower filter is probably the one time I told Nick I was like, like, I love Instagram ad or whatever. <laughs> like, it solved my problem. <laughs> this is the one thing that I was just like, it because yeah. I was having this like chronic health issue, and and. And it, it's a one one time it worked. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time it does not work. I'm like I'm not interested in anything that's on there. Um, and so yeah, I I totally agree. There's so many so many ads, and I yeah I I'm on it, and I'm like I don't I'm not like scrolling as much because like because I don't know. I think I think my mind and body was just like automatically was just like I'm kind of t- I'm just like tired of it. And so like yeah. I find all something else to do. Um but I just I'm just on it because, you know, I have like sometimes friends reach out to me that way or something. Yeah, totally. Cuz nobody texts thing. for some reason. It's like text is for old people now or something. I don't know. Wait, like it I don't is. Feel- oh God, so I think it's I think it's because my friends who have androids they don't oh. text you because because the SMS like they're texting. I think it sucks, and so they always oh. have an app to message people. So, um, 
they don't have iMessage. Just everyone, just I don't know, just join Apple. Who cares? Just join Apple. Get, get <laughs> All right. Well, we have promoted a whole lot of products on this episode of Beckett's yeah, Baby. <laughs> And yeah. Anyways, listeners, thank you. Thanks for listening, and uh, catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beckett's Babies. If you enjoyed what you heard or learned a thing or two about playwriting, be sure to like, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to reach out and share with us your thoughts on playwriting and theater, or maybe be a guest on the show. Uh, be sure to visit our website at www.beckettsbabies.com. That's www.beckettsbabies.com, and you can contact us there. Thanks for listening. Thanks.